0: What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com.
1: 98.5 weekdays with Mike and a very good morning and welcome to the studio, Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College. Good morning, young Mike. Morning. Thank you for calling. Oh, yes. You're welcome anytime when you call me that. How are you, buddy? I'm very good. Excellent. How is... What's school life looking like at the moment? Oh, it's still
0: chaotic. (laughs) Nothing's changed? I I think we've got... um, At last count, I think we're around 100 um, close contacts and somewhat close contacts and far away contacts who really are, I have no idea.
1: Look, shout out to everyone that's working on a school. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. I mean, throwing, it, it's just, it, uh, there's a lot, so much more to do. Look, it just it? adds oh. a
0: whole level of complexity to everybody's yeah. day. Yeah. Um, you know, classroom teachers, admin, the whole mm. works. So everybody has a level of complexity that wasn't there three years ago. Yeah. And of course, um, you know, the, a school life is an interesting environment anyway. Um, so you add this on and, and yeah, I just say to parents out there, be kind to your children's teachers that's a good tip. and, and a chocolate now and then would oh. not go astray.
1: <laughs> I say a chocolate. That's a, that's a great suggestion. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. A little is a little, yep. a little thank you. you exactly. Say, so, hey, just thinking them.
0: of you guys. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. Because at Kingsway, lots of staff don't eat chocolates, and they know I do. So, it, yeah. oh, no, I, no, I wasn't oh, thinking of that at all. No. I see we, <laughs> I
1: see the motive. Uh, dark, dark, uh, chocolate or dark or uh, milk? both. Yeah, you like both. Yeah, I like both. Yeah, rum and raisin, particularly. Oh, <laughs> okay. We're just making notes. I'm not sure whether it's
0: because of the rum or the raisin <laughs> or the chocolate, but anyway, if I can get them all in one place, it's good. So, I love it. Yeah. Should we talk about parenting? Oh, why don't we? <laughs> That's what we're here to do, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, dear. So I, I was um, saying off, off air, mm. um, had an interesting conversation come out of my uh, year 12 class yesterday. Okay. So we were looking at, been talking about biblical literacy and, and you oh, know, how do you read the Bible appropriately? Um, and one of the questions that came up was, so, Mr. Irvine, when, when the Bible says children obey your parents, what does that actually mean? Just obey your parents. Yeah, well, yeah. I said it's simple, isn't it? Isn't, and, that, fa- isn't that fairly clear-cut? Yeah, well, I would have thought so. And then yeah. then this bright student mm-hmm. says to me, so what if your parents are drug suppliers and drug addicts, and well, they say to you, go and deliver this drug package, which is against the law?
1: What a great question from a year 12. Yeah, I just wanted to How slap do- them, I guess. <laughs> That, did that surprise, great question. did that surprise you like I mean, it's, um, a, it's great to have these discussions It right? is. particularly for year 12s. absolutely
0: yes um yep. did that, that su- did it well look it did surprise me in the sense that i hadn't had that question you know yeah. before um but it's a great question yeah. a- and and he, he He, the student, was absolutely right. It isn't as simple as, well, that's what it says. And quite Mm. frankly, Scripture is often not as simple as, that's what it says. A bit like legislation. A little bit like that. Yes, Mm. that's right. We've got to take it to the court to find out what it really means. So I remember uh, a few years ago, Gay and I actually did a uh, a, a parenting um, afternoon with a group of parents from Mm. uh, a different cultural background than Australian. But living in Australia and their question to us was, how do we parent our children in an Australian culture when we've been brought up in another culture? And in the culture in which they were parented in, the deal was, again, going on scripture, if your parent tells you something, you have to obey them. Regardless. Regardless. No,
1: okay. No question.
0: That is the way that you show respect and honor Mm. to your parents. And I said, so if your father was 90 and you're 60 and he says to you, you need to sell your car and buy a different one, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, I would sell my car and buy a different one.
1: So literally everything, regardless whether it would be unsafe, correct, illegal, you would obey.
0: Yeah. Wow. Because that is that is what scripture asks us to do. Yeah, right. So So I got thinking about, those couple of conversations and I thought Mm. you know what what does it mean what is the goal of obedience right why Mm. is it that we want our children and why is it that scripture says and I think appropriately so children obey your parents now what it doesn't say as I look at the way that God asks us to have obedience to him it doesn't say between the lines Because if you don't, I'm going to smush you into nothing.
1: That's right. Right? Yeah.
0: You know, God doesn't say, you have to obey me because I've got all the power and you have none. Mm. Even though in the God-human space, that's true. Yeah. Right? So if we apply that to parents and children, one of the things that I have noticed is often... There is no reason for you to obey me except I'm telling you to and I've got all the power and, and I know, you don't yeah. have any and I know best. Yeah, even that yeah, even that statement tends to come from a position of power. Mm. Because I think that I know best is actually a very valid statement because for me that's the reason why obedience is there. Obedience is there because as the adult in the relationship, I bring an adult overview to a situation Mm, sure my life experiences help me to know what you're about to do can go horribly wrong yes and so you need to obey me
1: Mm. Graham, we'll take a break on the back of a discussion that you were having with your Year 12s, yeah. uh, David uh, from High Wickham's joined the conversation. Thanks, David. Good morning. Uh, David says children being obedient can also be about developing good habits. Yep, What are absolutely. your thoughts on that, Grant?
0: Yeah, and I think that That's fits a good thing. into, you know, my, my overall perspective here is, well, how do we know a habit is good? <laughs>
1: it's true.
0: Okay, well, because yeah. as the adult in the relationship we have that life experience that actually says this is a good thing to do. Mm. Okay, so, yeah. so I guess what, I'm, what I want to do is I want to diverse, uh, I want to split obedience off from a power structure. Right, okay, children, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yep. children yep. obeying their parents shouldn't be because I have all the power and you have none. Mm. Because think through that. that. That's okay when they're three yeah. and seven, when they're and 10 te- teenagers. and 14 uh-huh. and 17. So when you're 14 looks you in the eye and says, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm. You suddenly realize that whatever power you were operating from is maybe not there anymore.
1: Which would be fairly common. It is fairly with a, common. With a lot of teens. That's right. I at remember age. A,
0: a, a dad calling me and saying, um, can you tell me how I can get my 14-year-old to go to church? Mm-hmm. I said, no, that's easy. So said, just buy a roll of gaffer tape. He <laughs> said, what do you mean? I said, well, you just put gaffer tape around his legs and his hands. You put him in the boot of the car and you take him to
1: church. <laughs> well, how did he respond to that?
0: Yeah, there was silence on the end of the phone. And then I said, you know what? At 14, if he says, no, I'm not going, what are you going to do about it? Mm. Right, so, yeah. so if we parent out of a power structure of obedience when they're young, we will get to a point somewhere along the line where that no longer works, Mm. right? So I'm not saying children shouldn't obey their parents. What I'm saying is we need to question why we require obedience from them, okay? And obedience is about safety. It's about us bringing our our life experiences so that, and here's the big deal, so that eventually our children become self-obedient,
1: Right, In other okay. words,
0: self-regulating. Yes. Yep. Right? Because that's yep. what an adult is meant to do. Yeah. We're meant to self-regulate. Mm. And so us asking our children to be obedient means, number one, that they actually survive. Mm-hmm. Because there are times when obeying a parent is a matter of life and death.
1: From a, purely from, you're talking about from a safety perspective? From a safety perspective. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. your
0: three-year-old's about to run out on the road yes. yep. and a car's coming. Yep. Now, if they are not obedient to you, that's a life mm. and death situation. Yeah, because, that's right. Right? now. Yeah. You know that that's rare. That's extreme, but but that's the deal, right? But we don't want to, when they're sixteen, have to be there to save them from that situation. We want them to be self-regulating enough to have learnt enough to go. "Uh, Maybe this is not a good idea.
1: Mm. So you're really all those early years are really training.
0: Absolutely. So obedience is about training and giving. Number one, safety, but number two, giving opportunity for a child to begin to learn and understand that there are consequences beyond what they can see,
1: and maybe it might be a good time to ask. Mm, That's good. Graeme, we'll take a break. Graeme, do you think – we've talked about training, Mm. the little ones. Yeah. Do you think – thinking about this when the kids are so young and being really conscious of this in the early years – Yep. Not guaranteed, but it, does it make a difference then when they reach those teen years? and Do you think that makes it for a little bit more not so rebellious? Or is that the word I'm looking for? Or do you know Look, what I, I mean? Like... I think
0: it depends upon how you have asked for obedience. Okay. okay. Now, now, let me just say for a parent of a young child to say, because I said so, is actually okay.
1: For, for, for little ones. For little ones. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That, that's fine, right? Um, I, I guess what I'm asking parents to do is to do a little bit of self-examination here and ask yourself, why am I requiring obedience in this? Okay. okay so why yeah. do we have a rule in our house that says don't run in the house? Mm-hmm. Well, because as an adult... I have enough life experiences to know that running in the house can be dangerous to the person doing the running mm-hmm. the person who gets run into right. right and the wall or the furniture or whatever that's else right. happens to be in the house yeah right now that's not a life experience that a young child will have yet true Okay, so somebody once said, yes, experience is the best way to learn, but the best experience to learn from is someone else's.
1: Mm, that, that's good. And, yeah, and that's yeah. really true. Yeah.
0: Right? So for, for, I guess, yeah, what I'm wanting to say to parents is, examine your reasons for asking for obedience. Mm, that's good. Okay? And if it's just because I said so and that's it, then I would want you to think a little bit more about that. Mm. Right? That we want to go... This isn't because and I think it's Danny Silk that uses the illustration. He says my tractor's bigger than your tractor and it's going to run over you.
1: <laughs> now, that's... if that's how we parent, <laughs>
0: yeah. right? Then what you say is 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 right. We were going to get to a point where their tractors as big as ours.
1: Mm, that's right. And so
0: how how does that then work out? Yeah. Right? So we we're, we're always looking to say, "Yes, I expect obedience." because I am bringing my life experiences as as an adult to this situation. But the other thing we need to be asking is, but within that, what choices can I give you? How can I give you as my child an opportunity to learn to Mm self-regulate? If I'm always telling you what to do, if I'm always giving you instructions and I don't allow you to learn to self-regulate, then that goal of being a fully functioning adult is not going to happen.
1: Sure. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah. that's the deal. You know, mm. it's this
0: balance between, and that's always, you know, I'm sure we've said it here before, that's always the most difficult balance, balancing act in parenting. What do I let go And what do I hang on to? Absolutely. And that will change from family to family, from culture to culture. I was just thinking about that.
1: Yeah, culture would make a difference as well. Yeah,
0: totally. Because, you know, if this is what was modelled to me and how I was brought up, Mm. then oftentimes we don't even think about that. We don't examine what's under the water.
1: (laughs) We just do it. Yeah.
0: Right? Um, But we actually need to examine that. We need to say, well, why why do we require this? Why is this a boundary in our home? Why do we require obedience in this situation? Mm. And is the obedience I expect as a parent to my 5-year-old going to be different to my 10-year-old and going to be different to my 15-year-old, mm. right? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just... It was an interesting question that came out yeah. of my Year 12 class and I, I got thinking about it last night as we were running our parenting program yeah. um, and thinking... Yeah, what? Obedience is right and proper, but when it's obedience from a position of power rather than an uh, obedience from a position of, I need to teach you to be safe in all sorts of, yes. whatever that word means, in all sorts of yeah. ways. Right, because I'm bringing my life experience to you. Mm. Those two things are somewhat different.
1: Yeah, that's good. I keep telling my grandson that we can't kick the football inside. We we, we that's do that. Right. We do. I have to keep yes. reminding him. That's right. He loves it, but yes. no, no, not inside. Yeah. We kick the football outside. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, Graeme, we are good out of time. Life experience, indeed. Yes. Uh, really appreciate you coming. No Hattie, are you on? Um, are you on any? Uh, do you go back for. Uh, for uh, do you do yard duty these days? Uh, you...
0: Mondays and Fridays.
1: Oh, so you don't? Yes. Just as well, you're not today. No,
0: I've got three classes to teach this afternoon. So, so. You, won't, you
1: won't be outside in the sun?
0: I won't be outside in the sun. No. But tomorrow, where it's going to be 40, I think I am.
1: You make sure you've got a hat on. Yes, yeah, I will, yes. and And you wear the high vis and. You... Yeah. Yep. I could just imagine you doing that. Oh,
0: five years (laughs) looks fantastic
1: on me, I'll tell you. Graham, we'll catch up in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Mike. You are 98.5. My guest in the studio today has been Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College.
0: For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine
1: FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website 98five.com.